Let's talk about a little problem that a lot of coaches, entrepreneurs, and public speakers run into, and you never really realize it until the moment you need the help, and it's usually too late. I'm talking about that podcast introduction. I'm talking about that stage introduction and that little bio that goes along with it. You know, the thing that's listed in the podcast notes, the part that's put on the website for the event or printed out in the in the event details for people. And then that part of it where they introduce you before you go on stage, where they're saying your name and your accolades and what you've done and who you are. The part when you're on a podcast and they say, let me tell you about the guest today. Yeah that part. It's one of the most important pieces of your whole package as an entrepreneur, coach, or public speaker, and yet it's one we often give little attention to. Well, we've given some attention to it. We have a course called Magnetic Intro and Bio, and we're grabbing one of the modules from that course to put into this episode of the Mic Drop moment to kind of give you some ideas of how you might think differently. This is all about why your about page copy isn't going to work as your stage intro or your media bio, why you need to think differently about it and how to start understanding that. And if you want our help in the full course kind of version, you could go to mikeanino.com slash intro to grab the full version of this. But here is just a little bit of why your about page copy should not be your intro for podcasts and stages. So you have a story to tell and you wonder how to own the stage and give that killer speech that will captivate the masses. You don't just want to speak to them. You want to transform your audience. Welcome to the mic drop moment. Bold conversations about public speaking, storytelling, and business that give you real real-world valuable takeaways so you can craft a speech, a story, a business, and a life that the world can't stop talking about. It's time to find your mic drop moment. Here is your host, Mike Ganino. You probably have an about page bio somewhere. You have this thing that's on your website that talks about what you do, how you came to be, why you do it, who you do it with, all of those things. And that doesn't work for a stage intro or a podcast intro, and it doesn't work for your media bio. Here's the reason why. Your stage intro has a different job. It is not about uh, a passive website visitor coming to your website and saying, huh, let me learn about Kathy. Let me see what Kathy's all about. Let me see how Kathy works with people. Uh, It's not somebody popping in and being like, let me see if Christy's values align with mine, if she's been where I've been before. That's not the job of your, that's the job on your about page, but it's not the job of your intro. Your intro is there to pump them up. We're going to talk about the three jobs it has in a moment when Chloe comes back with us. It is about really helping the audience get excited about what's going to happen on that podcast or on that stage. The same thing happens for your media bio, which is printed in the show notes or is printed in the, I call it a playbill, theater guy here, but the little pamphlet or agenda that they give away at a conference, uh, maybe the app for the conference or the website. That is about when I see that Brandon's going to be on stage, I go and look up Brandon in the manual, in the, in the workbook, in the playbill to see who's Brandon, what's he all about. That is about credibility. And that is about setting you up of how you work with people. We're going to dive into all of this. Those are two different jobs than your about page bio. And you should have all three, an intro, a media bio, and then your about page with however you're going to approach that. There's lots of schools of thoughts there. So let's talk about what's changed a little bit here. The, uh, the, there we go. Let's talk about what's changed. Your audience has more options than ever when it comes to podcasts, when it comes to speaking, they have more options for their attention. So if you right off the bat, don't get our attention, 
If you right off the bat at the beginning of your speech, don't, uh, before you even take the stage, don't get us saying, wait a second, this might be for me, then I am just seconds away from watching the Megan Trainer, Taylor Swift, whatever the latest trending dance song is on TikTok. I'm gonna be over there scrolling and scrolling. And you know how they tell you on Reels and TikTok to caption it because a lot of people listen without sound? Have you heard this? Put your captions because people listen without sound. It's the people sitting in the audience of boring speeches who can't turn it on because it's rude. So they're scrolling through watching TikTok and Reels. And if you are on a podcast and the introduction that the host gives you doesn't set it up, then guess what? I'm going right on down to the next podcast. There is someone else with a clearer setup for me. So the attention of your audience is, is really changed quite a bit. Everyone today is also an expert. They're a speaker. Go type in speaker on LinkedIn and you will see thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, maybe a million people who are speakers. Maybe they're TEDx speakers even. They're keynote speakers. They're corporate trainers. All of those things don't make us stand out. And so if that is what your bio is full of, is, is an expert, is a speaker, has worked with big brands like Disney and this and that. I clout that I've worked with Disney before. So do like a million other people. It's not that special. Although you are special. Don't get me wrong. I think you're very special. And everyone's coached everyone to be a nine-figure entrepreneur, okay? So that being the thing you lead with isn't enough to get me to stick around because there's a lot of other options with similar credentials. And you are a unicorn. You're not made to not stand out. And your audience also has more access to knowledge and information, which needs the, they need your angle. They need to help understand in your introduction and in your bio, what exactly is your take on this topic? If you're here to share the five ways to grow your Instagram, is this the same thing I can Google and read a blog post about? Probably thousands of blog posts about. What is your specific angle on this that's gonna be refreshing and different? We're gonna show you how to do that in a moment. So that's what's new, but let's talk about how it's always worked before with Chloe. Yes, the old way. Uh, you know, we all have been here where we could we didn't want to do this, right? So we did, but we saw the people who thought, oh, they could fool them with their pinstripes. They get on stage, they look classy, they're all nice, right? <laughs> you just think the intro doesn't matter because I'm going to get up there and I'm going to just look the part. And that just doesn't work anymore. Um, maybe it used to be that they didn't know other authors. They didn't know show hosts. They didn't know coaches. It was sort of a unique thing, right? It wasn't everybody had it. It wasn't in everybody's bio, like Mike just mentioned. It wasn't like they you could just tune in to someone's radio show and that was special. Now there's podcasts and many, many, many people have podcasts. So it's not important anymore the way it used to be, right? Because everything is fancy now. Everybody who takes the stage is fancy in some way now and has those things behind them. So that's the old way. And Mike already hinted at this is what's changing, but in the past, they literally couldn't go anywhere. Right? They were in front of you, whether they were listening, whether they were watching, whether they were seated. They didn't have a device they could pull out of their pocket and watch captions of TikTok videos. That just didn't happen. There was no little dopamine they could get from a different place because you weren't providing it. That's the way it used to be, but it's not that way anymore. It's shifting. Yay. And Sylvia, I see your I see your comment over here. Great info. It's the only the first few minutes. Looking forward to the rest. Thank you. We love, you know, we are performers and we love praise. So thank you for that kind <laughs> word. Okay, Chloe. So if that's the change and that's the old way, what what are we after here? What are we trying to do? 
Yeah. So our, our big goal here, right, what we should be working towards, what we need to do is to set the stage, right? What are we there to share with them? We want to be laying it out so that they are doing all the things Mike has already mentioned, going, I'm excited to listen. I want to hear, right? You want to get them on your side and your side of the topic specifically. So the minute someone starts talking about you, you're, you have started, right? It might not be you, you speaking yet. Your words aren't coming out just yet, but somebody else has started talking about you, which means you have started. So that's the beginning of your speech. That's the beginning of your interview. That is the very beginning. And you want to use it so the audience thinks, hmm, that's interesting. I need to listen. I'm curious. You know, you want them to know your topic and be on your side. And the other thing is you really want them to feel excited so that you feel the swagger that sort of comes from a pumped up audience. And now that's a little bit, uh, that can vary, right? If we're talking about walking into a stadium, there's definitely an energy you're trying to, to lift there. If you're talking about walking into a room of 12 people, it might not be the same. Podcast, also a little bit different. But the goal is to get them excited. The audience should be excited so that when you walk out, you feel their energy and you can bring everything you have to get them excited. I love it. And so, so where do we get stuck? Where do we end up getting stuck? We get stuck because, and I'm not going to make anyone raise their hands because my dang hand would be raised the whole time through this. I'm guilty as charged. I have sinned when it comes to doing all of this. We hope that the intro that we give will buy us enough credibility that the audience either listening to the podcast or, or reading about us in the, in the booklet for the sp- stage intro, we hope that the intro will buy us enough credibility that the audience leans back and says, oh, he is more important than me, so I should shut up and listen. Uh, by the way, if we can learn anything from the Gen Zs out there is that we don't need to listen to authority just because they're authority. They got to earn that right, okay? That's a little nod to my Gen Zs. I love my Gen Zs. I think we got a couple in here today. So hoping that the intro will buy us enough credibility that they say, oh, I should listen because he once read a book by Steve Jobs. Who cares? Nobody cares. What are you here to help me with today? We think that um, we mess up by putting our insights edge. I call your insights edge that moment where you're on the edge of like really being excited, learning about something, what you're here to share. That's your insights edge. We put it into bondage because we dress it up for church. It's like when Bart Simpson goes to church on that TV show, The Simpsons, and he combs over his hair and puts on a suit and he loses all of the things that make him him. That's what happens so much to our creativity, our individuality, and the specific edge we have and the insight when we start to wrap it up and and make it sound professional enough. Um, Professional enough to who? You know, like, you know who I'm talking about. We don't need to be professional for them. And then finally, the last one is putting out the buffet, hoping that something sticks. We put in everything we've ever done, being like, someone somewhere will relate to this and find it important. So let me put in every acronym, every certification, every school, every stage I've ever shared, every person I've ever shaked hands with, hoping something will do. I am guilty of this. You're probably not guilty of all of them. I am. But maybe you've done one or two over the days. We're going to help you break that habit. That's just a little snippet of our course, Magnetic Intro and Bio, where it walks you through exactly things like this video, but also how to craft your intro. We've got the intro formula. There's the Mad Lib formula where you just fill in the blank. And then also how to write a media bio, the bio that goes along with this so that you 
really do build the case for what you're there to do and and create all this SEO worthy power for being all over the internet on podcasts and event uh, event placements, event websites. So if you're interested in learning more about this course and hearing the rest of it beyond this video, this is just one of like 14 small modules, then go over to mikeganino.com slash intro, and that will get you access, uh, give you all the information so you can get access to the course and, uh, and even possibly work with us a little bit so you can get feedback on your intro and bio. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time. This episode has ended, but your journey doesn't have to. Head on over to MikeGanino.com. Access all the resources and links that Mike and his guests shared today. And keep on crafting your own story. That's MikeGanino.com. Your audience is waiting. Isn't it time to find your hashtag mic drop moment? 